I'll give you a blessing as well. So you're on. Okay. God bless you. When Jim and I became parish parishioners of St. Margaret Mary 18 years ago, we made the decision to do more than just belong to this church. As a newly dating couple, we made the decision to include God into our relationship. In doing so, we've been blessed to have become a family of grateful spirit. See, 18 years ago, we thought we had it all planned out. We would get married, check, 15 years and still going, have a family, check, two beautiful children, Caitlin and Joey, create a loving home, lead successful careers, and grow old together. We endured some bumps in the roads, but that only made us stronger, right? Our foundation was strong, and we knew with our faith and love, we could get through anything. And then the real test came. On August 9th, 2017, I went to work, just like any other day, at the Winter Park Fire Department. As a division chief, I had an early morning staff meeting. So I left home before the rest of the family woke up for the day. While in the meeting, I started getting a headache. I thought to myself, it's no big deal. I'll just get through the meeting and I'll get some aspirin after the meeting. But the headache got worse. But I still felt compelled to get through the meeting. But in a matter of few minutes, the headache got so bad very, very bad. <clears throat> I soon realized that I needed help, and I needed help right now. I tried to speak up and ask, but my speech was garbled and incoherent, and at this point, I was leaning over in my chair. In that instant, it all became very clear to me. I knew exactly what was happening. At the age of 41, I was having a stroke. Fortunately for me, it was the absolute best location to have a stroke. Mind you, there is no good time to have a stroke. <laughs> There's no good place to have a stroke either. But I was surrounded by some of the best trained EMTs and paramedics in the business. I was quickly loaded into the back of the ambulance and headed to the hospital. Even though I knew, even though I knew exactly what was happening, it was very tough for me to hear my coworkers call it out on the radio that they were en route with a stroke alert. I was praying, I was praying for a different diagnosis, but hearing those words being used to describe you, that's something that I'll never forget. At this point, or at that point, I remember worrying about Jeannie and the kids and how they were gonna learn about what was happening to me. I was called to go to the hospital by the fire chief because Jim wasn't feeling well. I entered through the emergency room down a hall lined with firefighters that couldn't make eye contact with me. I was sat down in an office to be told that Jim had a significant hemorrhagic stroke 
I needed to undergo immediate surgery. I turned my faith to God and knew that everything was going to be okay. It really was. It was going to be okay. I had to believe it. And I had to make sure we all believed it. Time seemed to be slowing down and speeding up all at once. Dr. Rosen performed the surgery that undoubtedly saved Jim's life. We will forever be grateful for his talent, speed, and precision. So now what? What do you do when your world has been turned upside down? How do you pull from the foundation of faith when you've lost total control? Because it didn't stop with Jim's stroke. Within those first six months of trying to get things back on track, our son went through major surgery. We tackled Hurricane Irma, and we had an unexpected loss in our family. I often believed that God would never put you in a situation you couldn't handle, that all of our paths were placed at our feet because that was what He intended. Well, wow, what did we do to deserve this? We couldn't see past the day we were living, but that was okay because Jim was living. We couldn't spend time together as a family in our home, but that's okay because our family spent time in our home with our kids. We couldn't plan events with our friends, but that was okay because our friends, neighbor, and community planned their time with us. It's not that God gave us a situation we couldn't handle. Life happened for whatever reason, and God did not fail us. He placed all the love and support we needed at our feet. Our grateful spirit comes from those who lifted us. During this time in our life, we had our parish, the Winter Park community, the Brotherhood of Firefighters nationwide, our family, friends, and neighbors all at our side. The waiting room on our floor at the Florida Hospital was converted to a hospitality suite, complete with a water-stocked mini refrigerator, lunch and dinners delivered complimentary from local restaurants, and a custom poster for visitors to sign and leave words of motivation. They had a little celebrity, and they didn't even know it. Jim's hospital room was decorated with cards, pictures, inspirational tokens from fire departments, and of course, people. So many people coming in and out. Faces of fear, concern, and confusion greeted us every minute. And just as people were there to provide us with support, I had to provide them with the power of faith, positive thinking, and optimism. We had to do this together. To this day, I only have a handful of memories of my stay at the hospital. I very specifically remember that ambulance ride, and I remember arriving to the emergency room, but that's about it. After recovering from the surgery, I was awake and alert, but I cannot remember the details. It's crazy for me to think about it because I was having full conversations with people. Fortunately, Jeannie is able to fill in some of the blanks for me. I'm sure it was just my body protecting itself and focusing on the very long road ahead. Interestingly, one of the very specific memories I do have from the hospital was getting a surprise visit from Father Walsh. And receiving the host, 
and having him pray for me and my recovery. It was such a comforting and amazing experience. Father Walsh, thank you so much for being there. It was encouraging to feel the level of care and compassion that we had surrounding us. After 15 days at the hospital, I was transferred to Brooks Rehabilitation Hospital in Jacksonville to undergo intense inpatient rehab. Jacksonville Fire Department gave us a, a welcome that I'll never forget. Brooks created a daily therapy regimen that included many hours of physical, occupational, and speech therapy. They made sure the family and I were going to be successful in adapting to our new sense of normal. They taught me how to get around in a wheelchair using only one arm and one leg, and eventually taught me how to walk with a cane. Jeannie and the kids made the trek every weekend. My brother from New Jersey was able to stay with me most of the time, and many friends made the trip all the way to Jacksonville as well, just to check up on us. I was so blessed to have the love and support from so many people. My physical recovery was going well, but I knew it was just the beginning. I was determined to get back to my planned life. And so after being in Jacksonville for an additional four weeks, I was able to finally come home. It was very emotional, it was very emotional to come back home after being gone from a total of six weeks, knowing how different my life would be after surviving a stroke. I was in a wheelchair. I had no mobility in my right arm, and I had very slow cognitive processing. I spent my 20-year career in the Winter Park Fire Department taking care of other people. It's very humbling, so very humbling, to be on the receiving end of it now. It's something that I still, as you can tell, have a hard time accepting from time to time. But I have made many accomplishments since then, including walking, <laughs> driving, and going back to work as a professor. But our journey is not over. There's still so much recovery ahead. I am proud. I am proud of where I am today. And thankful, so thankful, for everyone's patience, love, and support that got us here. Today, <clears throat> on this Thanksgiving Day, we glorify God and thank Him for never failing us. We have stabilized back into our lives, adding patience, humility, and forgiveness into our foundation, making it even stronger. As a family, we live with gratitude in our hearts and remind others it doesn't take wealth, grand gestures, or extreme moments of expression to show your heartfelt compassion, kindness, or gentleness. A sincere, how are you, 
a listening ear, or a five-second hug can provide others with a sense of hope and love that you may never knew was needed. Move forward with your instincts and offer others what you can, when you can. Don't wait for an invitation or a moment of despair to show your appreciation for your community, neighbors, friends, and family. Each moment is a gift. Each step is a gift. Take the opportunity to reflect and appreciate God's presence in your life. Thank you.